When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Bob Brill. He's Eric Kramer. Welcome to Kramer and Brill, an NFL podcast and videocast. Week one is in the books. My co-host, former Bears and Lions quarterback, Eric Kramer, and I are going to go through the picks and pens. So let's recap a little. The bad news, of course, is the injury. Steelers' T.J. Watt, we're still waiting at this taping. Not sure how bad it is. They're saying minimum six weeks, maximum the season. It's leaning more like the six weeks at the moment. Steelers' Najee Harris, foot injury. Keep an eye on him. Back up is Warren. He played a little bit last week, and but Najee Harris says he's going to play this week. Dak Prescott, surgery on his hand, out for weeks. Don't know how many. They're not putting him on the IR yet. The backup, Cooper Rush, should be a hot commodity this week. Mac Jones has some back issues. Negative on the injury, though. He probably will play. Keenan Allen, hamstring. I'll keep an eye on him. He's likely going to miss this week. And running back Elijah Mitchell will miss a couple of weeks. Wide receiver Chris Godwin uh, missed a few weeks with a hamstring, too. Eric, uh, that first week when it comes to injuries, uh, that seems to be more and more happening. Is is that maybe a result of these guys not playing in the preseason? No, no. So now there is no such thing as training camp. It's, right. you know, touch football, and uh, guys don't play in the preseason. For whatever reason, I don't know. Um, uh, like I, I went to the Chargers uh, 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 Cowboy preseason game, so the Cowboy starters got dressed, and then as soon as <laughs> as soon as the game started, they were in street clothes, and uh, and same thing with all the Charger guys. So I don't get it. Um, uh, there's just no such thing as a two a day practice anymore with contact, and um, so yeah, I think there's a real reason why people get injured early. And I think teams factor that in, you know? Um, so now with Chris Godwin, he's going to be out minimum six to eight weeks. Is that really worth it? Yeah. No. So get in there, play, condition, work hard, because you do not come in. You can't use the season to get ready. This is what happens. You aren't ready. You aren't prepared. And then the result is injury. And it's happening every year. I mean, more and more every year. Key injuries like this. I mean, and, and in, in a case like with, uh, let's say, T.J. Watt goes down, you don't replace T.J. Watt. I don't care who you are. You you have a replacement for him, but you're not replacing T.J. Watt. So, And the same thing with some of the quarterbacks when it happens. Uh, let's recap how we did last week. You like Mahomes. We like Mahomes. Five touchdown passes, what's not to like. But who knew Carson Wentz was going to have four touchdown passes? Got me. <laughs> I don't even think anybody did it. Anyway, I don't know if anybody started him this week. You like Saquon Barkley. I did not. He had 154 yards rushing. You win. Kareem Hunt got the ball less than Nick Chubb, but he paid off more. Well, I had to said to be careful with James Conner. 26 yards didn't help, but he did get a touchdown in five catches. Uh, Justin Jefferson, uh, you said he was going to have a big day. He had a big day, along with Cup and Chase. And I want to put Taylor and Swift together, but I don't want to say Taylor Swift. But Taylor and Swift and Patterson all had good days. So tight ends O.J. Howard, Taysom Hill, they came out of nowhere. Neither one of us expected them. And my pick of the week was Michael Pittman. He ended up near the top of the packet wide receivers. Pittsburgh defense, I think, amazed 
scoring huge points in all formats. Uh, your thoughts on how you did this week? Well, let me just – so I only was at one – I was at the Bears game, and so I didn't get a chance to see all of the games as they as as you did and highlights and so forth. But let me tell you this. Um, the Bears' defense can play. They are legit. Um, this rookie they got, Jaquan Brisker, he is, an, he is the they, – they all can set the edge. Like, that team knows how to set an edge and fill it. And that dude is hawking everywhere. Started the game off where they just got – you know, I think, uh, what is it? Sam just going down and scored one, two, three touchdown. Next series, they come out, they get a big gain on a pass play. And the next play, the guy who was destroyed last year, I was at that game at San Francisco against the Bears too, was um, uh, Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel gets another receiver screen. And this time as he rounds the corner, he's on about the five or six yard line. Out comes the ball punched out by J- uh, Jalen jo- Johnson wearing number 33, just like Peanut Tillman. And who recovers the ball? Jaquan Brisker, who would have caused the fumble himself had Jalen Johnson not done it already. And so now when you play that team, the Bears I'm talking about, you got to go the distance. They don't care if they're on the one-yard line. That ball's coming out. And and later on in the game, a guy who got annihilated these last couple of years was Eddie Jackson. And he stares down. Actually, Trey Lance leads him to the receiver, who uh, Jackson then picks the ball off. He gets it down to about the twenty yard line, and then that same series, uh, 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 Justin Fields uh, literally goes down on a knee, telling the defense effectively, "I give up." This would have been a third down and caused a fourth down. Instead, the guy for the 49ers runs right over his face, gives him a new. Uh, set of downs even closer, and then it's a walk-in touchdown by um, uh, Herbert. And so that is a legit defense. That's a Super Bowl defense with the 49ers. And yet that second half, the Bears own them. And- I'll tell you, I, the, from what I saw this weekend, the one-yard line is no longer anywhere near automatic. You had the Pittsburgh nope. Bengals game. You had uh, last night with um, Seattle and Denver. You know, I mean, how many times – there were teams on the one yard line just in those two games in the game you just mentioned and other games too. It's like the one yard line, the ball's coming out. Somebody's punching something, you know, and that ball's flying out all over the place. Yeah. And, and it, it, it's getting hard to watch. Yeah, it is. It is. And I, and I think that, you know, it was not a pretty game. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Justin Fields has got a ways to go. Yeah. He cannot read a defense to save his life at times. Um, but he's athletic enough that he can get outside the pocket and, you know, uh, found an open receiver in, of all people, um, uh, the guy that sent, they picked up from San Francisco, I forget his last name. Um, and so he goes in the scores. And I just think that the Bears defense, that's the, that, that is the squad they're going to rely on. This guy they got from Miami of Ohio, a defensive end, who came in as a quarterback, then played receiver, then finally switched to an elite, he is going to be an elite defensive end, and that's uh, Dominique uh, uh, Johnson, I think is his last name. Uh, got a sack and a half uh, himself, and they're just a, they're an athletic bunch, uh, both sides of the ball, and uh, like what I saw so far. Well, let's get right to the games. Chargers to Chiefs, Mahomes with the receivers, including Juju, who is questionable at this point, as well as Edwards Hellier. Uh, Herbert, of course, along with Eckler and with Keenan Allen hurting. 
any backup wide receiver is a likely pick on San Diego. Well, I like the Chargers this week because they should have beat the Chiefs two games last year. And now that the Chargers have that Super Bowl roster that now includes Khalil Mack, who, who caused, what, three sacks and a couple of forced uh, sack fumbles, um, this team, I, I like them against the Chiefs, although the Chiefs are doing quite well, I might say, without Tariq Hill. And um, I think it's I think everybody could see the tail end of last year Mahomes has now become a different quarterback. He's he's used he's now he can rhythmically find his way through the progression and be accurate at the same time. And I think that's the guy we just everyone saw this past Sunday. All yeah. I saw was the highlights, but you can tell he's on his game. Five TDs racks up a lot of points. Dolphins at Ravens. Finns look really good with Tyreek Hill as old uh, as an uh, as an old start. Let's put it that way. You, you should start him. Tua is fine. Ravens may have found their running back and cast off Kenyon Drake. I would start him this week. Yeah, when you say Tua is fine, Tua is who he is. This is all he's ever going to be. I'm afraid, and he is not accurate. He does not have a strong arm. He cannot get through his progressions very well, and he's very limited. And so the Dolphins, consequently, with a stacked roster, I think are going to be limited themselves. Um, the Ravens, on the other hand, I think this team is legit also. And I think the guy that's going to truly step it up and be the center point again is Lamar Jackson. And everybody he throws to or runs the ball is going to be effective also. And this is likely his last year in Baltimore. You know, so he's, he's got a contract year. You know, he's gonna, if he doesn't get hurt or anything like that, he could have one of the biggest years ever in NFL football and make $300 million next year. Sure enough. Uh, Jets at Browns, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, 307 yards and a touchdown. If Wilson is out, then Flacco is worth the gamble. Brees Hall, that's a start, as is uh, Corey Davis. You know, it's funny, isn't it, how the Browns went from everybody's darling when uh, they, they acquired um, – uh, the guy from Clemson, Watson. Uh, and yet here he is now uh, basically out for most of the season. 11 weeks. Uh, already already missed all of last season. And then here they are once again. The Browns look very vulnerable. And uh, uh, so are the Jets the team that can get over the hump on the Browns? Possibly. I mean, they didn't look good last week, but that doesn't mean they can't look good coming in against the Browns, who I think are – if, it, if the word fits overrated, that's what they are right now because they haven't done anything in my mind or anybody else's mind at this point. Commanders at Lions, I'm liking Jamal Williams here as a touchdown vulture. He had two touchdowns on 11 carries. They only had like 28 yards. Swift is the key guy, and his 144 yards was just a sample. St. Brown and Goff there as well as Hawkinson and DJ Clark are all good reads right now. Carson Wentz uh, looks solid, as does Curtis Samuel, who carried the ball four times and caught eight passes. Johan Dotson is ready to roll after three catches and two TDs. And I'm liking Washington right here. For the first time in years, I can say I liked more than just McLaren or somebody else uh, or Gibson on, on the sure Washington enough. roster. Sure enough. And I, and I can say the same thing about the Lions right now. And they come into the season, I think, where everybody's sort of fan favorite. And it's coming true. I mean, even though they lost this past week, Jared Goff's legit now. And he's been in that offense now this coming, what, second year? And mm -hmm. and this is a growing roster of, of people like St. Brown and Hawkinson. Uh, and as you mentioned um, with uh, Swift, uh, they're legit. And uh, I, I like 
both teams at this point. And I think both of these teams are going to surprise people. I think the commanders are very well coached with Ron Rivera and everyone underneath him, and they've got a, a talented roster themselves. Colts at Jags. Michael Pittman looks like he's ready for prime time. Nine catches, 121 and a touch. Matt Ryan was strong as Taylor, of course. Jags, I, I like James Robinson. He had 11 catches. Uh, Christian Kirk uh, also had six catches for 117. Yeah, and I, you know, I think the Jaguars are going to be in a much improved team as this season goes on. They did, they lost last week, true, but I think everybody can see during the preseason what what's gone into build, rebuilding this team. I suppose um, I think they've got a, you know um, who the quarterback there from Clemson. Um, uh, oh, um, uh, the Jaguars. James. On the Jaguars, yeah. Um, uh, his name's escaped me right now, but uh, <laughs> he, he's coming on too. I think he's going to make everybody that much better. They're not stacked like a lot of teams in terms of talent on the outside, but uh, I think, uh, you know, as this season, um, and uh, why can't I think of his name? Uh, Trevor Lawrence. And oh, so right. I think he's going to explode this year as the season goes on. It's a long season. Week one wasn't great, but I think it's only going to get better from there. Hey, you know, if if we can't think of their names, chances are it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> well, he didn't throw for five touchdowns. I know that. Exactly. Like, I would have remembered his name. Bucks and Saints, not much like uh, to like here except Leonard Fournette. But you have to also like Evans, Brady, and even Julio Jones. I like Julio Jones as a flex. He didn't go off big time, but he was there and he made some stuff. Jameis Winston was solid, as was Jarvis, mm -hmm. Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas. Taysom Hill, a tight end, rushed for four carries, 81 yards, at only one target, but he did rush for a touchdown. Good flex player, especially if he gets in on a quarterback gadget play. Now, here's the thing with him. In some leagues, they may elevate him to uh, – he may get a chance to play quarterback – somebody gets hurt late in the week and your league like ESPN or something may not change him from tight end. So if you got a shot to put him in as a tight end and he's going to play quarterback, you got a chance to roll. I did it last year and that's the reason I picked him up this year because I don't need a third tight end, you know. Chances are, as this goes on today and throughout the season, you're not going to talk as giddy about anybody as you do Taysom Hill. That's I love fact. Taysom Hill. I know you do. And the fact that he lost the quarterback battle makes it even better because he's that tight end that nobody sees coming. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, I I like the position. Uh, I like the player that Jameis Winston is now growing into these last couple of years where I think he will be the guy that distributes the ball well to guys like Michael Thomas and others. And, um, you know, and I and I think guys like Jarvis Landry, gonna, who's already a great player, is going to be the beneficiary of that. And, of course, uh, Brady and the Buccaneers are rolling again. And, uh, you know, uh, they, obviously they lost Chris Godwin. So that means Michael, um, who's the, the bigger, uh, uh, almost tight end looking receiver they've got? Uh, Evan, Texas uh, Evans. Yeah, Mike Evans, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I like everything they do, uh, both the Saints and the Bucks offensively. And, and the Bucs still have a stellar uh, still defense as well. That's, that's true. Panthers and Giants, Saquon is back for now, but that's it. And while you must play McCaffrey, he's no longer, in my mind, an RB1. Yeah, I would agree with you. And I think it's really – it's internally tough for me to bet on Baker Mayfield. It just is. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I was um, 
I don't expect him to ever really put up consistently big numbers. Uh, he didn't do it with the Browns, uh, especially his last couple years or two, three years. And I don't, I think he just, he thinks of himself higher than others, much higher than others mm-hmm. think of him, at least more than I do. And, uh, and so I think it's going to be tough for players around him to elevate. Um, on the other hand, I, I do think not just Barkley, but as this season goes on, I think the Giants, Daniel Jones is going to develop into a little something more than what he's been in the past. Um, it's going to happen over time, not right away, but uh, I think other players are going to, like Galloway, are going to develop as a result. Patriots and Steelers, I have a real dilemma here, and I'll tell you why. I have We're allowed to have three quarterbacks in our fantasy league. I have three. One's Deshaun Watson, who can't play. The other is my first-round pick, Kenny Pickett, who's not going to play. And the third one is my number one draft pick from last year, Mac Jones, who's playing the Steelers this week. <laughs> so I see Mac Jones on his back a lot, and that's not good for me, but it's good for my Steelers. And I look for Deontay Johnson to have a strong day, along with Pat Fryermuth, who I also have. Play the D, definitely for sure, and keep an eye on Najee Harris. Well, I, I like, you know, the guy that everybody, every Steeler quarterback seems to find is Pat Fryermuth. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I like him. He's definitely a, he's an athletic guy and is a scoring machine at times. And so I, I think the Patriots, to me, seem very vulnerable at this point defensively. And uh, so obviously it would be great to have Najee Harris in there, but he's not going to be. And so that's why I think, you know, Mitch Trubisky is going to start finding some guys. I think he's a guy possibly, not yet, but possibly to look to towards uh, starting at some point in the year if he continues to develop, which means the receivers also in, in Pittsburgh are going to be starting to become relevant as well. Yeah, and it's good they start learning each other in, in real situations. So, Falcons and Rams got to go with Cordero Patterson after 120 rushing and three catches. And Drake London looked good in his debut with five catches. Actually, all the wide receivers had good action, and Mariota did rush for 72 on 12 carries and a touch. So, it may be time to look at him. Daryl Henderson looks like the only Ram running back getting action. Allen Robinson only had two targets, so expect him to maybe maybe step it up this week. I can't see that they have him and they don't uh, don't use him. Yeah, and I think it's taken these new guys like Allen Robinson, I think it's going to be, as this season goes on, he's going to be the big difference maker with the Rams now that they've lost OBJ. And uh, so I, I just think the Rams are a team to really bet on this week, especially after coming back from that uh, embarrassing second half they had against Buffalo. I think the Falcons uh, are kind of primed to be the team that the Rams take advantage of. And when I say take advantage of, I just mean play to their potential. I think this is a too good of a team coached by too good of a coach not to rebound. Seahawks at Niners, one word in San Francisco, Devo. Uh, wow, he continues to play a strong game, even though he didn't get many fantasy points this week. Then again, some of the Niners, none of the Niners did. Uh, Jeff Wilson and Johan uh, Jennings, uh, both or flex plays. I like them as flex plays this week. Wilson will be a hot commodity this week with Mitchell injured. Uh, so that, that makes him a, a, at least a decent flex play. So go on for him early if you haven't already picked him up. Geno Smith may be for real, and Rashard Penny is. Metcalf got more targets than uh, with Smith than he ever got with Wilson, which I like to see because I think he is still the guy, but he still gets double teamed every time he's out there. Well, I'll just say this. Now we're talking about the 49ers, and given the monsoon they just played in, um, I'd like to give Trey Lance a pass. I cannot. I don't care if it was raining. I don't care if it was 80 degrees and sunny. 
he cannot read a defense. And their game plan going in was to make him play quarterback. They did. When he got outside the pocket, he got physically crushed. And you cannot, if you're him, do that for an entire season. Nobody knows that better than Kyle Shanahan. This guy's got to learn how to play in the pocket. Right now, he does not know how to do that, which Jimmy, I think makes Jimmy G a valid possibility, if not by this second half of this coming game against the Seahawks, definitely the week after if Trey Lance doesn't pick it up a little bit. I think you're Seahawks, right on. I do. And the Seahawks are, are surprisingly good, I think, with uh, Geno Smith, who at times to me looked like, why are you not stepping up in the pocket? Yeah. At other times, he looks fantastic. So I think as he grows into this system, and uh, who, w- which he knows now, he's been there for a little bit, uh, I think that's going to make guys like DK Metcalf all the better. Uh, and the, when the running game gets uh, on track, which very well could happen, maybe not this week because that is a stellar defense the Niners have, but uh, I do like the Seahawks receivers. Maybe he's never seen a pocket that consistently. <laughs> Well, I all I know is that when it's time to step up and there's a big void there, don't go backwards. Yeah, that's what gets you hit and sacked. Yeah, you know, I, I, I remember remember playing pickup football years ago, and I was quarterbacking, and you know when you're high school and played on Sundays, that kind of stuff. A bunch of guys get out there, and the first time I um, I saw a pocket, it was like. Now what am I supposed to do? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know. I never seen one before. There's a warm, fuzzy place to step up into. (laughs) Bengals and Cowboys. Look for the Bengals to rebound strong after last week. The Cowboys are weak. I'd like to say with Dak out and rush in, Zeke and Pollard will get more action. It's a good bet. You got to hope. All the Bengals are strong. And if Higgins is out, there are some options beginning with Hayden Hurst. Well, here we got a recipe for, I think, a great uh, bounce-back week for the Bengals. Now, the Cowboys, Dak in and rush out, Dak out and rush in makes no difference. They were horrible throughout. Yeah. Uh, The Bengals, also bad, but I think if there's any quarterback that's going to bounce back, it will be Joe Burrow, and he couldn't face a better team at this time than the Cowboys because they were bad on both sides of the ball. Texans and Broncos, uh, Davis Mills racked up some points, as did Brandon Cooks. No RBs here with Burkhead and Pierce splitting the carries. Um, that's our normal thing. Uh, Broncos' Williams is solid, as predicted, and Wilson can be someone excused for any downside to his performance. And Judy, Judy is solid. Uh, I love Jerry Judy. I mean, what that guy does at the line of scrimmage is awesome. And I think as this team kind of as the season unfolds yes they tripped up on week one against uh, the Seahawks but I think as this season goes along Russell Wilson gets comfortable it's a new system for him as well new town for him and I think this whole team starts to pull together the guy who's got to get touches in this offense to me is that running back uh, Williams I mean that guy is a beast man oh yeah Uh, yeah. this sort of I'm in one series you're in one series that thing's got to go they got uh, Gordon, and Gordon is sort of toward the end of his career. But you know, they, I guess they spent a lot of money on him. So, uh, all the more reason, like, who cares? And they spent a bunch of money on Ze- on Zeke uh, Elliott also, but he's not even the best running back on their team. Yeah, you know, I I sort of you know I, all these years I've been down on Russell Wilson, and I I have to give him a pass for, uh, last night. I think 
you know, that was not good. It was good for the fans, but not good for the first game for him to come back in, in that atmosphere. I mean, I just, I just thought it was NFL screw up. It was great for the ratings and that kind of stuff, but give the guy a little more time, you know? Cardinals or Raiders, <laughs> not much to like on the Cardinals. That's not, the, just know, that's not how the NFL works. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> this marketing machine. You know? Cardinals or Raiders, right. not much to like on the Cardinals after Murray, Connor, and Brown. Connor is an iffy play right now. A good flex option. I would not make him an RB1 or 2, but a good flex. Adams, Carr, Waller, and Jacobs are all solid for Vegas. Renfro got the targets, but he only caught half of them. Yeah, and I... I... You know, saw a little quote there by uh, Derek Carr afterward saying he was a little too aggressive this game. All well and good. You're not going to be facing that defense every week. And so I think the Cardinals, who also got uh, slaughtered, actually worse, um, I think defensively this is the, the exact game that's going to help the Raiders get back on track. They're a good team, the Raiders. And so I think uh, obviously they overshot the landing here this past week against uh, San Diego or L.A., sorry, Chargers, who are a good team. But I think the Cardinals are kind of the perfect remedy for that, who themselves, I think, will get back on track as well defensively, or excuse me, offensively. Bears at Packers. Packers, is it time to give up on Aaron Rodgers? Less than two fantasy points, like 1.7 fantasy points? I'm, I'm looking at Jordan Love, picking him up at least. You know, Dylan is a start. Jordan Love may be a good pickup this week. Well, Aaron Rodgers has you right where he wants you, I think. No, no. If anybody no. else who's <laughs> I disagree. He, <laughs> all well and good. I mean, he, it wasn't him that dropped that perfect pass down the down the sideline that would have been a walking touchdown. So, I think that they will get things resolved. Uh, I do think it's a great time in in the season right now for the Bears to be playing the Packers because, after all, he does own Chicago. Yeah, and uh, so we'll see about that. And uh, this is a different team, coached by a different coach, and. Uh, I think defensively, the Bears are not what they were in quite a while defensively. Um, that being said, the Bears still have to play the game of their life just to stay competitive. Uh, I, I do think, though, that, um, you know, if the Packers thought the Vikings defense was good, uh, I think the Bears are pretty damn good themselves. Now, I think. I'm not so sure the Bears have a good option here. Yeah. You know, um, as far as um, Rodgers is, is concerned in fantasy, if I, if I, he's my starting quarterback and I got anybody decent backing him up, I'm looking to trade him this week and I'm looking to move him. And because, yeah, I just, I, I think it's been coming for a couple of years. He's still been solid. He's still been really good. He's still been great, you know, and he's always come back. But I don't know, man. I, I, I just think, that he is in fantasy wise, I think he's in one of those situations that you have to move him. And uh, I, I moved him years ago, and that was my mistake. But um, I, if I had him, I would move him, and I wouldn't acquire him um, unless Matt Jones goes down for a bad injury. Uh, Titans and Bills. I would love to be in your fantasy world. Yeah, <laughs> fantasy league. Excuse me, not fantasy world, fantasy league. Because he's the guy I would definitely not get rid of. And if somebody wanted to hand them off to me, I would take him gladly. Yeah, well, you know, you're not going to get a handoff, but uh, you know, I mean, he's going to he's going to come at a price. But uh, I got you. That, but he'd okay. be worth the price. Yeah, uh, if if he rebounds like you say, he will, and he could very well do that. He probably will. You know, I, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Titans at Bills Monday night. Now, if Tannehill, Henry, and Phillips can control the ball, it'll keep Buffalo's numbers down. 
But that's a big order as the Bills defense is as strong as ever. And there's no reason to sit anybody on the Bills offense. Well, I, I think we just saw last Thursday one half of this year's what's going to be this year's Super Bowl matchup. And the Bills uh, would not want to be playing them this week or any week this year. Um, and I think, uh, you know, pretty much if you've got them on, on the Bills side of the offense, take them. If you've got the Bills defense, start them. Um, the Titans, I think, even though uh, they came out ahead last week, right, I, this isn't the week for them to do that. So they're at Buffalo. And, um, yeah, this is just going to be, uh, if not an annihilation, a one-sided victory. You got it. Well, that'll do it for another edition of Kramer and Brill. Don't forget to join us next time wherever you get your shows and on my Bob Brill YouTube channel. For my friend and colleague, Eric Kramer, we'll see you next time.